Hi, this is Ilya Neischuler from Biting Elbows, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who is fully nude from the waist down and is currently having a staring contest with the business end of his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Hey. And transmitting to us live from BoogerCon, the bearded cosplay monster known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, Jeff, why are you wearing your hat so high up on your head like a fucking doofus? His gigantic uh, brain is pushing it out. You look like a I'm chef. Sorry, you were kind of low to me. You're going to have to turn your volume up, Kevin. Me? Nah, you know, it always does that during the theme. Yeah, it does. It's always like that after the theme for me. Zoom gets it all fucked up. How do I sound now? Just am, I like, coming, am I am I transmitting clearly, Captain Clark? I mean, I can hear you. Jeff is just deaf, so but I can hear you. Shuddy's way louder to me than you are, to be honest. But well, whatever, so are like, you. I'll warm up. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Okay, we're back. <sighs> yeah, Jeff and I both uh, both got hit with a pair of trimming shears between yeah. last week and today. Your motives are a lot more pure than mine. I was just. I was just bored and needed to get out of the house. I <laughs> didn't leave the house for like four days. And I uh, connected my brother with my barber who happens to be like two blocks down the road. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just go get a haircut too. I need one. I was sick of my hair is shit. My hair sucks. My hairline sucks. It's all bad news for me. It's all downhill. Uh, so I needed to clean it up a little bit. I don't have a lot of options left, but so that's what I did. You, <laughs> Had more of a reason. Well, that and you know it is. It's been it was over a year since I got a haircut, and it, it did last a few months to where I was like, man, I'm really able to just just do a side part, and it really hides how horrible things have gotten, you know, with the length and stuff. And then it just got ridiculous. And then uh, I started looking like Rowdy Roddy Piper, and I had this like late '70s vibe going. Which was funny. I'll admit it's funny. But, like, I don't know. I'm getting my second shot of the vaccine this weekend. Stuff's starting to go back to normal. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I, this, was a, this was a funny lockdown joke. And I'm glad it's fucking over with. It was, it was time. It was time to get rid of it. And I saw people on Instagram were bummed out. But, like... I don't know, man. I'm sure it was funny for you, but you don't have to walk around 24 hours a day fucking looking like that. I was kind of over looking like a jerk off. And uh, yeah, I mean, I my... you still look like a jerk off. Let's not. Well, for different reasons. I have less. Spade is... Let's call a spade a spade, buddy. All right, we got fucking Don Rickles over here. All right, well, <laughs> either way, uh, I'm I'm glad it's over with. Uh, it was it was weird getting a haircut for the first time in over a year. I don't know if this is a new L.A. thing or all over thing, but after the dude finished my haircut, he put on this like vibrating gauntlet and 
came up behind me, grabbed me by the forehead, and then used his gloved hand and smashed the back of my head into his front head hand <laughs> and sort of like crushed me like a cantaloupe and then starts talking to me, like making small talk. You know, oh, so how was work today? I'm just like... And then he flipped it around, put his hand on the back of my head, took his gloved, vibrating gauntlet hand and smashed it on my forehead and squished that way and scrambled my brains. Is that a new thing? What happened? Did I get violated? I feel like there was always like... Not always, but recently there's been like a little massage the back of the neck contraption. Maybe I've I've only gotten one haircut in a long time myself. I have but. never had that happen to me. I'm I don't understand. Yeah, I kind of I'm kind of lost here. Sounds like some my barber used to pre COVID do a hot towel like massage, uh, but they don't do that anymore because they don't do trim facial hair. It must just be an L.A. thing. He just wanted to, he thought you were looking very good and just wanted to touch as much of you as he could. I got to scramble this motherfucker's brains. How did, how much did your haircut cost? 50 bucks. Why didn't you go to uh, the clerk's girl? I tried and their only available appointment was... After the point in which I needed my haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. So how long long were you in that chair for? Not long. Maybe 15 minutes. It was a very quick cut. The the, the place that I've... Because I I started, um, you know, when I stopped just like driving by a barbershop. I'm like, all right, I'll go to that fucking place. Or going to Floyd's. Like uh, Tully actually turned me on to, you know... You know, it's worth it to spend a couple extra bucks and get, like, a real grown-up haircut now that, you know, you're a fucking grown-up. So I started going to this place that used to be in the farmer's market at the Grove, and it was, like, 45 or 50 bucks for a haircut, and dude put time into it, you know? He would taper up the buzzers and, like, really go over the areas, you know, many, many times, and... It, it looked like he knew what he was doing. He put the fucking time in. It wasn't like 10 minutes in the chair, and then, you know, you're done. And uh, then he moved locations, and the price jumped, and the price jumped. And I was like, holy shit, this is getting to the point where I can't afford it anymore. So when uh, Veronica from Clerks couldn't take an appointment, I, I was like, you know what? It's been a year. Maybe I'll splurge and go back to that dude. And I looked at his prices. Haircuts are $85 now. $85. I I thought 50 was an outrageous number. 85 is just, uh, we're not even having a conversation at that point. No. I mean, for, I mean, your hair isn't as whack as mine, but it's not great. It's not. You, uh, admittedly, right? I'm not talking out of line here. My actual hair? Yeah, like oh, I, I, I guess hate, no, I, I hate is, my hair. I hate my hair. It's right. it's 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 incredibly. It's not like balding thin, but the actual thickness of each strand of hair is thin. And you I have, have this convers- very fine hair. Yeah, and I have this conversation with every barber I go to. It's like it's really fucking miserable to even try and style or do anything with because of how 
thin it is. And the dude was like, yeah, he's like, you have a lot of actual strands of hair. Just the hair itself is so goddamn skinny that it looks real bitch ass. And that was a lot more evident too when it was long because it just lays flat and I look like, I look like fucking Hanson. Look like I did when I was in eighth grade when, you know, I thought I was Kurt Cobain. I just think Tully's point fucking sucks. I, I, I mean, I feel like I get grown up haircuts and I pay only $25, right? You just got to find like a person you trust and you like. I guess if that's $50 then fuck it. But to me, that's, that's an outrageous number, especially if you're in the chair 15 minutes. That guy's making, that person's making $200 an hour. Like, what kind of fucking rate is that? I pay $32 for a haircut. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like $200 an hour. That's pretty decent legal counsel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How much did you pay, Jeff? I paid 25 25 Yeah, but that's like a homie hookup, right? Don't you like know that, dude? Yeah, but I think his regular price is 30 And I give him 30 anyways because, yeah, I mean, I've known him since. I think you're way, getting way before yeah. he was a barber. I'm, I'm telling you, like, you can, like, I don't know, even the, the chain places like Floyd's out here are still kind of pricey. And I fucking went, I told this story on the show before. I went to Floyd's one time, and this dude fucked me up so bad. Like, it had been a minute since I had gotten a haircut, maybe a couple of months. So, like, the hair on my sideburns had grown. Like, I had some length on these hairs. And he, like, did the buzzer thing and the trimmer thing and the and the scissors thing. And he let me walk out of there. And, of course, fuck me for not noticing, but I don't really have an eye for these things. But I realized that when I got home, there was still a long piece of hair. Like, um, like I was Hasidim on this side. I couldn't fucking believe it. So, I... I I immediately called a better barber and went in and I was like, yeah, somebody just fucking butchered me. I need, I need a cleanup job. So I went in and when I sat in the chair, he looked at my head and was like, holy shit, you got a, you got a hatchet job. What happened to your head? Did a fucking blender cut your hair? So yeah, it sucks paying an extra 20 bucks for a haircut, but if they're going to get it right, I don't know. Ellie's fucking pricey, man. Does this place come with any amenities? They did offer me beer and stuff. Okay, cool. Because the local spots that I would go to in Long Beach before I found my 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 homie, uh, or just settled on my homie, they would offer you like a shot of whiskey, a beer while you're hanging out, and shot of whiskey. Dope. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, yeah but my it got barber, up to like thirty five a haircut, and I was playing at that time. I was paying like twenty. My barber um, does beer, and they let you bring a bottle of whiskey and they put it on the shelf and label it with your name. So if you want to drink your own whiskey while you're in the barber shop, you can. That's kind of baller. Yeah. Pretty sweet. But that's cool that they're allowed. They're bringing at least something to the table. Kevin, how far is it from your place? Well, this was, this was a hike. I had to go to Culver city. Ooh. Yeah. There wasn't one closer. <laughs> I mean, not as far as places that I trusted. Like I could have gone to like a supercuts down the block, but like I don't know. Then you're taking uh, your life in your hands. Precisely. It's <laughs> it's been a while since I made that commute. Uh-oh. But did you mix in your barbershop 
move with like going to Ellis's, like commuting back and forth to Ellis's? Because you go through, you can go through Culver City on that commute, right? I can, but I don't. Um, yeah, no, no, it was is a it, nightmare. It wasn't a work day, and we record early. Like I, I have to get to Jason's usually at like nine thirty in the morning, and I know that doesn't seem very early, but if you're going from Studio City down that way, especially now that more and more people are going into the office, it's it's an hour hour plus each way sometimes. So yeah, I, I don't have time to sneak in a fucking haircut before the show. Oh yeah, you off the pandemic that commute. Woo! Oh, it's gonna be nasty. I'm gonna call you during it. <laughs> this is gonna suck ass in a couple of months. Yeah, he should just. Oh, yeah. I he should just carry the digital recorder with him and I, make that a new Patreon segment for one of the shows. Just Kevin's talking whatever Kevin says to himself on the commute. To, I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a spoiler alert. It's a lot of plamping and meowing. If you if you think. The commentary on like Call of Duty, like video game chat rooms, is is intense and 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 uh, just angry. Like the inner monologue you have sitting on the four hundred five, like bumper to bumper, is just I don't know. Like I, I've I've thought some just outrageous thoughts in my head. Like I I, <laughs> oh, I understand Michael Douglas and falling down. Like oh, I sometimes I have to like, just you know cancel what? myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to like shout ideas out of my own head. I don't know. Like, uh, that's one of those things I, I sort of just came to peace with when moving to LA. Like I just knew going anywhere was going to suck ass. So I sort of prepped myself and I've gotten, I've for sure gotten road rage a hundred percent, but I don't know. I've, I've gotten better with it. You, I mean, my pushback is you don't really know what you're talking about J- just because you haven't lived more than probably 10 miles away from where you worked. Right. And this is the first time. Well, dude, I had to have. make, I had to make two round trips to San Diego in one week recently. And for sure, that was a four hour massively trafficked up drive, which sucked fucking bungholes. Yeah. But that's very specific and particular. And it had, like a perfect, wonderful reason on why you did that, right? Just going to work, even though the Ellis show is awesome and you have a lot of fun doing it. Like, I, point is, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look to be texting you some more when the traffic heats up because you, no. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny, dude. There's nothing. Yeah. I, I've never had just a fucking just mind-numbingly like frustrating experience quite like driving from fucking. Yeah, driving from Century City to like Long Beach. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's not going to be fun, for sure. We're, uh, we're focused on negative things, but like positive. You're going to get your second vaccine shot soon. I'm going to be in studio to make out with you in person. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're both going to be pantsless at the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I said this a couple of times, I think, but my buddy, my brother's boss came over. My boss came over a couple of weeks ago and he got the Johnson and Johnson shot and just seeing the pep in his oh, step. Oh yeah. The I'm one looking forward to seeing the pep in your step. It's kind of already here. They, they released some, uh, some very promising stuff today, you know, saying that like two weeks after your first shot, if you get Pfizer or Moderna, you're like 80 to 90% protected after two weeks. Second shot really kicks it into high gear and, um, I think, you know, they were, 
pretty, pretty sure, but didn't have the real data to back it up. But now they're saying with confidence, like, like they didn't know if like getting the vaccine and you come in contact with somebody who's sick, like if you get it and you're just, you don't get any symptoms and you're just chill, or if it complete completely shields you from even getting it or transmitting it. And now they're like, yeah, you don't get it. So like if you're vaccinated, you're around somebody, it's not like you get, you get the virus and you don't have symptoms. You're just, it's like a normal vaccine. You just don't fucking get it. Okay. Yeah. So 80 to 90% of the time you have nothing, you don't carry it, you don't transmit it. And then in the other 20 to nine or 20, 10 to 20%, you have it. Yeah, no, no, no. I actually, you're gonna get it. Let me tell you. No, I, I asked my aunt about that. So is it like, is it just like a like a a really in your favors coin flip every time you encounter it, or do you have a ninety five percent chance of just being flat out immune? She was like, it's flat out immune. So like five percent of people, the vaccine just isn't gonna really work on. Yikes! Yeah. I've played far too much online poker to not get nervous about the five percent. That. Ha- 5% happens more often than you think, at least in gambling, but this isn't gambling. Well, yeah, I think 95% though happens way more than 5%, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you broke his brain for a second. And, but I mean, if you want to go down that road, I'm down. I'm down. Hey, we'll, I'll just copy and paste my original COVID arguments. What are the survival rate stuff? What are, oh, you, Jesus you want to have Christ. this combo? Oh, you want to no. have this combo? Oh, okay. Okay. You want to have this combo, Kevin? We, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're we not going to take a turn towards negative town. Jenny, Mc, Jenny McClarkley in the house. <laughs> Jeffy McClarkley. I, I laugh because oh. I feel like that's funny. Is she, she's, she's an anti-vaxxer, right? Yes, yeah. she is. I don't know yeah, about you guys, but I get, I get all my um, medical advice from former playmates. <laughs> Don't pigeonhole her like that. She was also co-host of Singled Out on MTV. Fair Underrated point. Underrated game show. Fair point. Um, so here, to, just to uh, further throw myself in the bitch-ass barrel, uh, Jeff and Shutty are aware of this, but I had an exquisite moment of bitch-assness this past week. So I've been... I've been stepping up the exercise game uh, to to pivot off of former bitch assness. I somehow fucking injured myself like seven or eight years ago. I fucking when I got in really good shape and had pecs and definition and didn't look fucking disgusting for my my first big Ellis Mania fight. I very quickly dove off the diving board into a deep end of pudding. I fucking went nuts. I was so disciplined leading up to that fight, and after I won, I immediately went to the pink taco um, in the Hard Rock and got, for dinner, two desserts. (laughs) I got like a gigantic churro sundae and a big fat piece of cake. And I just, I got too used to like not having that strict discipline of just like, Watch everything you eat. Run every day. The the fucking intense routine. Once that fight was over with, I let myself go, and my belly and boobies came back within like a month. And I tried to get it back afterwards, and I don't know what I did, but I injured my fucking stomach doing an ab roller. 
fuck me. And anytime I like, I, I went like six months to try and let it heal and then go back to doing stuff. Anything that engaged my core felt like somebody was stabbed me with a knife. So like a month or two ago, I started the most gradual wading back into the fitness pool that I could. I was doing five push-ups a day. Read them and weep. Five push-ups. In an entire day? Yeah. I know. I'm a beefcake. But then I started just every day gradually doing more and more. And then I worked myself back up to the the perfect push-ups, the rotating ones. Yeah, that's a legit workout. Yeah. So now I'm at a point where I'm doing a fuckload of those. I've got the the, 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 the pull-up bar. So I'm doing like pull-ups and chin-ups and stuff. And it's, I'm already seeing results. Like, uh, my arms are getting bigger. My man boobs have shrunk a little bit, and they're starting to turn into pecs. I'm seeing the definition. But I'm still carrying a pouch. So that gradual transition really did help me bypass that stupid stomach thing that's been fucking me up every time I try. Like, I get, I get little hints of it, and it's like, all right, I'm, I might be pushing a little too hard, back off a little bit. But it's been good. So now it was like, okay, if I'm handling all this stuff... I'm going to start focusing on, on the belly. I got to melt that away. Summer's, summer's right around the corner. I'd like to only, I'd like to go to the beach and take my shirt off and have people only be disgusted by my paleness. Not my, um, hot dog rolls. It's a tangible goal. You going to, are you going to go with the, uh, Ellis crew? Well, Jason lives right on the beach and he's been wanting to get myself and Tully on his motorized surfboard. So, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to, like, go and do bits and the bit not being, ah, look at gross Kevin. He has his shirt off again. Like, the bit's actually what we're doing. Hang out there weekly. So I started doing bicycle crunches. And I got four into it of, like, touching the elbow (laughs) to the opposite knee. And the fucking room starts spinning. And I was like, oh, my God. All right, well. That's just you being a, a bitch again, Kevin. Power through. So I power through, and then I'm just like, whoa. It was like somebody beat me over the back of the head with a baseball bat. It fucked me up. So, again, I was just like, you're just, you're being soft. This is the stuff that keeps you flabby. Fight through it. So I did two more sets, and I was thrashed. I had vertigo all day. Like, I had to sit on the couch, and I started getting, like, seasick from the vertigo. Like, my, my stomach was all upset. It rocked my ass. This and happened it, a couple hours before we started recording Supermarket Queefs, right? Yeah. Uh, it didn't... When did it get better? Like, how long did... Oh, it carried you... into the next day. And then it got oh, to the wow. point where I started getting a little worried. So, I texted my sister, and I hate doing it, because it's, it's just... It's embarrassing being the big brother who has to constantly reach out to his nurse sister with these just fucking stupid, embarrassing problems. Like, yeah, I have vertigo because I did bicycle crunches. Help me, Joy. And I just picture her sitting in her apartment rolling her eyes like, how did I get this fucking idiot as a big brother? And we all have specializations. Whenever I have a question about the WWE or its history, I just ask Cheech. So, I mean, you got medical Which, stuff. By the way, happy birthday, Cheech. Happy oh, birthday, yeah, happy Cheech. birthday, Cheech. Yeah, I turned 27 yesterday. 
Um, we'll talk Holy a little shit. bit about that if you guys want later. Yeah. Uh, when when goat hunting, got some Korean barbecue. It was fun. Also, though, talk about Cheech's birthday in a second. We have a new Puminati in the world. The homie Kwame and his fiance Sonique had their first child uh, oh, yesterday. Cheech's birthday. Yeah. yeah. What they name the baby? Quasi. Quasi awesome. Kemba. Yeah, it's a uh, congrats, guys. Fuck yeah. I guess it's uh it means born on Sunday and uh gonorrhean is what we would call it in college. I, I don't oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 uh of Ghanan descent. So we, my my roommate called him a gonorrhean, <laughs> and it was really one of the funniest things I've heard all in college, and we all just rolled with it. <laughs> but yeah, it means uh born on Sunday, and I guess I guess if he was born on Saturday it would have been a different name, which is pretty cool. But yeah, is is Kwame to, a, a weekday? Kwame. I guess it's Saturday. Yeah. No so shit. like, if the if his son was born a day earlier, he would it would have been Kwame the second, Kwame Junior. Yeah, Kwame Junior. <laughs> well, that's think, awesome. I think, Congrats! I to them. think that's. I know. I know why uh, Quasi's the name. I'm pretty sure Kwame was a Saturday name. I'm going off of what my brother said. Um, I got kind of lost in the chat. Uh, or I think he talked about him uh, on a different chat, but or talked about it with him in a different chat. But yeah, happy birthday to my brother. Shout out to Quasi. Welcome to Puminati. Welcome Fuck to the yeah. world. Yes, Kwame <laughs> means born on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And it, what is what is Ghana? A, is that a language? Do they have their own language, or is that just like a? Is that an, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm speculating. So open. Uh, well. If I said Ghana. things, you would patch them together yeah. with the internet. Jeff Jeff is desperately trying not to step in a massive pile of shit right now. He I is very, <laughs> very trying. He's, I mean, he's doing a, a great. All right. So in Ghanan, there are government sponsored languages that there's nine of those. Shit. Oh, my goodness. And I'm not even. No, I'm not going to do it. Go to Wikipedia if you would like to see them. Fair enough. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm sure that they would be butchered if I did it. Either way, cool little, uh, I thought it was a cool little story that he gave us, and I'm excited. I'm pumped for him. Yeah, me no, too. Father. Is the child going to refer to you as Uncle Jeff? <laughs> or Uncle uh, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker? And how old will it be before it says, uh, it shows Kwame where you touched him? Oh, oh, that's not funny. That is not oh. funny. <laughs> Whoa. Never. <laughs> never. Shuddy, never. Shuddy found that giant pile of shit and fucking swan dove into it. <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, I don't, if I was living like on the East Coast, I would, I would be pushing for an un- Uncle Jeffrey title. But, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being out here. He's, he's an East Coast guy. going to stay out East Coast. I don't know if I'm going to build... The relationship with the kid where I'll be his uncle. No, you don't think in the days now that Zoom is a thing, you're not gonna. Oh, you think Jeff is gonna schedule Zoom time to 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 garner and the uncle title? He's just he's he's (laughs) he's fucking cousin Dookie boy. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got like three brothers. Like, oh, I know he's got at least two brothers. Uh, or at least one brother. Excuse me, he's got a brother. (laughs) He's got a brother. Do not know how many siblings Kwame has. (laughs) Like, <laughs> because I've met I've met Earl siblings I've never met Kwame siblings actually 
I've never met his parents, which is which is pretty crazy because I'm assuming I'm going to be either in the wedding or definitely at the wedding. So that's going to be the first time I've met him, but I've known him for, I don't know, for 13 years now. So I don't know. It's a, but yeah, I'm not, I, I think he, I know he has at least one brother. Bottom line is I'm not going to be the uncle. I'm not really pushing for the uncle. That's status. fair. That's fair. And, uh, hey, but Kwame, I, I would be, if um, I was out there, I'll tell you that. Does Quasi need a, a godfather? The only thing I could teach that kid is how to shoot a basketball. I know he'll have the rhythm and athleticism to do all the other stuff on a basketball court, but his father can't shoot a basketball to save his fucking life, and that's why I could always <laughs> beat him. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got on the uh, on the Kwame birthday. Were we talking or uh, the the Kwame newborn? Yeah. You got. We were talking about Cheech's birthday, and Cheech just got pushed out of the conversation completely. No, we were talking about. Oh no, we were talking about my vertigo, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's. Yeah, 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 Uh, we gotta wrap. Kevin, how did we get? Oh, because you brought up Cheech. I led us on this. Yeah. Divergent path. Sorry. Back to your bitch assness. Yeah, I mean it, it carried through. I woke up the next morning and I opened my eyes and I'm like, oh, it's fucking gone. And I sat up and it was like. So yeah, I I reached out to Joy, and then she sent me, uh, actually her and Ginger and Juice both recommended because he heard about it because we were playing Fortnite the night before, and he's like, "Hey, you still dizzy?" And I'm like, "I'm fucked. This is this is so stupid. I'm fucked." And they both sent me this thing. They're like, "There's an exercise you can do for vertigo," and I looked it up on YouTube, and this lady who's like a personal or physical therapist strictly for vertigo shit did this thing where you have to like lay on your bed and put a pillow under your back and tilt your head and then rotate your head. This weird exercise thing that supposedly dislodges the fucked up crystals in your ear. And I tried that and then I walked to the pharmacy and I got Dramamine and I took that, passed out and I woke up and I felt a little bit better. Um... And then it was pretty solid all last night, but then today, like an hour before we started recording, I'm still a little dizzy right now. This is fucking ridiculous. And your guess is that this is the bicycle crunches you were doing? Oh, 100%. It has to be, because that's, that's when it started, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't have the, the uh, what, do you, what do you call the thingy on your inside of your ears? Equilibrium? Yeah. I don't have the equilibrium that I used to. Like, I remember the day when I went on the Gravitron at the state fair and walked out of it, and I was like, oh, oh, that fucked me up. That has never yeah, happened before. I was, Mark, Dom, and I were just having this conversation about how we can't do spinny shit anymore. It sucks. I even, the last time I went to, um, is Magic Mountain the Six Flags out here? Yes. Yeah. Magic Mountain's fucking intense. I, it yeah. is it is my favorite Southern California theme park. Those rides sure. do not fuck around, and there are tons of them. It's epic. I had so much fun when we went. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, and the, that Green Lantern roller coaster, we had to sit for Whoa. like 20 minutes. Yep, that fucked because us up. Because you, you, Bonnie didn't go on it with us. You and I went on it, and then we all had to sit around for 20 minutes while you and I got our feet back under <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, while Bonnie's just clowning us. <laughs> yeah, we got destroyed by the Green Lantern ride. Um, so, are you both like 
at a spot in your life where you're not as into roller coasters and shit like that? Is that what you're kind of getting at? Well, the thing with the Green Lantern roller coaster is it's a roller coaster and the car spins violently the entire time violently. So you're like spinning forward and then it's flipping back around based on how it's going on the track. Normal. Last time I was on a normal roller coaster with loops and twists and turns, I was fine. It's just that this is just almost like a constant. You're flipping over. It also bats your head around back and forth between like the support bars. So while you're flipping around, your head's like ding, 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 ding. Like ping pong back and forth. Yeah. Dude, we got off that ride and I couldn't see straight and my fucking head hurt. I've seen people online Uh, also call that ride out is like, it's like, it's a death trap. You walk off that thing and you're dead. Um, I'm interested in this because my father, when we were growing up and would went go to amusement parks, my father wouldn't ride all the coasters. And he insisted when he was younger, like he was super into roller coasters. So I didn't know if like there's just like a a point in an age in which you know you you change your that you know switches up for people because. Shuddy, when you were out here on roller coaster, riding roller coasters, a long time ago at this point, you know. What I, mean? I mean, it really was. That was my first trip out to L.A. So, what? So, ten years ago, right? At least. Well, I even About remember that. when, because um, when I was a little kid, my mom had me super young. She was nineteen when I was born. So, and you know, living in Jersey, you've got Six Flags Great Adventure within driving distance. So she took me there a lot, and she used to go on all the rides with me. And I remember going there once and she started like tapping out and i'm like what are you talking about you love this ride she's like i can't do it i just i get like all woozy afterwards and i'm like that's incredible that'll never happen to me and the last time i went to magic mountain i like i did a couple of rides and then it wasn't even green lantern just a couple of roller coasters a couple spinny ones i was like oh you know what before we get on the next line i need to sit down for like five minutes (laughs) yeah i haven't been on one in Though I only went to Magic Mountain once since being out here, and shit, you had some PEDs going that day too, right? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was partying pretty good, um, <laughs> but it was, it was like a, it was like a Monday afternoon, and like there was like no lines. It was pretty sweet, and I, I got to go on like all the roller coasters. I want to say, even though the Green Lantern one doesn't stick out, but last time I was there, I was fine. I. I the PEDs, do you think that would help? Like, if you partied while going on roller coasters, do you think that would help your situation? Because to me, it didn't. It just made. I think I had more fun, but I don't think like, I don't think it affected my stomach one way or the other. Definitely not for the negative. I don't. That's. I. I really don't know where I would fall on that. Like on that particular PED, having yeah. a day at the theme park. Because a lot of times, I just like to sit down and chill out. Uh, yeah. on that particular one. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I also feel like being out in the sun for that long, and I think you went in the summer too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I w- it's in the valley. It's hot. All it's the hot time. as fuck. It's hot as yeah. fuck there. Like, yeah. it was it was a nice, pleasant, like, 75 degrees in like, the apartment in Hollywood, and then we, it was oppressively hot when we got to uh, Magic Mountain. Yeah, and Shuddy, I think no, you're aware no of clouds. the... The, the PEDs we're talking about. Uh, I don't know if I would like to be in the sun for that long and boiling that hot while on those. No. 
Well, uh, we were talking about this recently. I like playing basketball in the heat, you know? <laughs> I like a little hot sometimes. But, uh, I mean, hey, we're still wedding crashers young and very, very sing- single. Let's, let's do some PEDs and go to the fucking amusement park when this <laughs> thing blows over. Yeah, we'll see. Do you about think that. you do you think do you think you'd be better off going on roller coasters like that? I honestly couldn't tell you. I could I could truly see it going either way. I think maybe that some Dramamine with your PEDs might help. That's true. Yeah. I do want to address something and say something nice about each of you. I oh. think, and and I never say this. I guess I never really recognized, but I think both of you guys are wearing very cool t-shirts today. Thank you very much. Yeah. What, a, a golden apple Star you Wars have, parody shirt? The, the Metallica, uh, the, it's Metallica's first album, forgetting the name, Cross with Batman, right? It's Ride the Lightning, Cross Ride with Batman, Lightning. yeah. And what is that, Golden Apples? But in the, like, yeah, Golden Apple and the Star Wars font? Yep. I don't know. I didn't have the homies. I just thought it was cool earlier. So I thank you. I'd shout you guys out. Thanks, Jeff. You guys um, want to hear about Cheech's birthday? Yeah, let's do it. So he uh, is extra chill, ultra chill, and it makes it pretty hard to birthday shop uh, shop for him, like just get him gifts. So either way, we're going to always go out and get some Korean barbecue. It's essentially a Clark birthday tradition. Uh, so we went out and got Korean barbecue in Orange County. Very good. But beforehand, we went to the coffee shop, the Vietnamese coffee shop, uh, the one where the goat used to work. I was told, I think I was fed some bad information. I, I actually was fed bad information that it was closed, closed permanently. And apparently, according to them, they only closed for like three months. Uh, not even they, they were open from May, 2020 all throughout then up until whatever, up until today. So, uh, no goat sighting. Unfortunately, she wasn't there. Hopefully she just had this weekend off and next time you don't even know her real name. So you couldn't even ask. You can't be like, Oh, Hey, excuse me. Where is the goat? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, actually I think her name is angel. Oh, I should have asked. No, that's just what you call her. Yeah, I remember way, you saying, be... "Oh, she floats around like an angel." Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Actually, that is just <laughs> what I call her. Even, yeah, even if it's not what I just what I call her, there could be like eight different angels there in the time that I mean, shit, they've been open since May. That's a long time, and she could have easily just moved on to another coffee shop, or she could have just bought a close. house with all the tips you gave her. Yeah, that's true. So she wasn't there. No one as good at her as uh, as good as her at that job was there, but there were a couple. There were some. There was multiple buttholes, uh, multiple buttholes at, on site, and it was. And it was all it, Cheech. There wasn't there. <laughs> there wasn't much of a regression uh, in terms of fun and views <laughs> from last time I've been there. And again, it, no one as good as the goat, but there were some, there were some, it was impressive. I, I was very happy with what I saw. So was Sheets, which was the important part because it was his birthday. So yesterday there was some basketball college, uh, the NCAA tournaments who want, went and watched a game and then 
yeah, again, hit up Korean barbecue in Orange County. Uh, oh, I, was I wasn't sure if, was if you were going to be going to Road to Seoul, if you were making the, the long haul. No, uh, because the the coffee shops are in oh, um, gotcha. Orange County. And the barbecue or just eating situations much better in Orange County because they have indoor dining like and have had indoor dining. Whereas we did Korean barbecue a couple weeks ago up in Catestown in Paul's neighborhood and it was in a tent in the parking lot. It was, it, they made it work and it was nice, but like the no, other I place in Korean Orange barbecue. County. Oh yeah, it was sick, dude. And Star was, the the place that we went to, Star Korean barbecue is, it's fucking bomb. When uh they have um like sir you can serve yourself ice cream they have like an ice cream like chest uh freezer and it's like all it's all you can eat ice cream after korean barbecue usually they they don't allow it now that there's a you know with the pandemic they don't allow people just to go in there and scoop their own ice cream unfortunately but once we all get vaccinated this is one of my few motivations for getting vaccinated i Self-serve ice cream. I could take that, a lick at Kevin's ice cream without him being all weirded out by it. When I saw that news story about how like Krispy Kreme is going to be giving free donuts to people that get vaccinated, I was like, and there's the motivation Jeff needed. You just bribe Jeff with candy, donuts, and ice cream, and you can get him to eat your butt. Right, yeah. Put some fast food specials uh, <laughs> surrounding a vaccine. Maybe one professional athlete gets it, and I'm on board. Didn't uh, didn't Magic get it? Probably, yeah. No, I mean it's not. Maybe one isn't the right way of putting it, but there's a lot of them not getting vaccinated, which is a trip. These these like these organizations or these leagues are like putting incentives to like trick the athletes into getting vaccinated because like if they're not going to get vaccinated, they got to do all this testing, all this COVID like health and safety protocols, which they hate. And the league's like, well, how about you just get vaccinated? And they're like, well, well it turns out we hate that too. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go back to just being alone in a hotel room for two weeks, every game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, apparently that's preferable over the, va- they really don't want autism. And who am I, who am I to push back on that? Uh, anyways, Cheech's birthday good. Night before, this hopefully is a nice, perfect transition. We went to the movies. Oh, saw yeah. Nobody. Elia Neischuler's new movie. Yeah. MSPH alum. Yep. Uh, and because of which, I really liked it. You know? Great you job. I liked Elia. it be- because he was he's MSPH alum? Uh, it definitely added a couple dicks. I would say, when <laughs> yeah. we try to dance around this, we got to get Elia back. Is he's not in L.A. anymore? Is he? I don't know. It it it, it got sort of tough to um, get in contact with him because I, I never knew when he was like. Because I think when he went back and forth between L.A. and Russia, he had different phone numbers and stuff, and and then he just you know, obviously got way more popular. Like I used James to just gunned us. Yeah. He used to just text me and be like, hey, you want to go to the Arclight today? I'm like, sure. And we just go see movies and shit. I got to go like see early versions of Hardcore Henry at the like mixing recording studios and shit and see it before they put the special effects in and stuff. 
Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe once this shit clears up, because I also know filmmakers and actors and stuff, they're they have to follow way more strict protocols so they don't infect their crew and workers and stuff and the actors and all that. No so I, I don't know what his deal is, but once shit's cool again, yeah, I definitely gotta get back back in touch with Elia. So me and Bill were pretty even on scoring this um, movie or how we felt about it. Cheech absolutely loved it for what it's worth. Yeah, it's and getting Art's good actually, Art's actually texting me. I'm almost assuming if we get to voicemails, we have time for voicemails, he's going to show up with a nobody review he, because he loved it yeah, too. Yeah, he tipped me off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like, you know, it's Bob Odenkirk meets John Wick essentially. And I love Bob Odenkirk. I mean, who doesn't? That guy's awesome. Um, and John Wick kicks ass and action movies kick ass. Um, so all this together, it 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 does what you're looking for. It's a lot of fun and it doesn't like bog itself down with like cheesy plot. Yeah, it's like 90 uh, minutes to tight runtime. Tight 90 minutes. Uh, my, my, I guess, you know, uh, my knocks on it are I wish it did bog itself down a little bit more with some plot and some <laughs> backstory and... Yeah, it was, you know, they wanted to keep it a tight 90 and have a lot of action. And there was a lot of fucking really cool action. But, you know, the story was kind of whatever, you know, he had less reason to go after the Russian mafia than John Wick. Right. I mean, they killed his dog. So fuck it. Bob Odenkirk. He he's more of a he's more of a liability in society, that character than, than the Russian mafia. Like, fuck dude, this guy went nuts, man. I can't Uh, wait to see it, but it is fun. Yeah. Um, Christopher Lloyd as like, it was a little weird. The dad scenes and then his role in the final like fight scene, uh, honestly, but whatever, it was a fun watch. And again, at least it was Riz's in it. Right. Yeah, the, the, the Riz is in it. It's mostly like narration or not narration, but like he's this guy who uh, Bob Odenkirk's character clearly worked with in the government and they're friends and they have phone conversations throughout the movie and then Riz shows up at the end. Um, but it was good. It was fun. Tight 90 minutes, like I said. A lot of great action, like, you know, the visuals and like the fight scenes, the gun scenes, like the kills fucking sick they were sick you know um if you're not like going in like expecting award-winning dialogue then which i wasn't then you're gonna be satisfied it's fun all right what's the verdict go three two five all right all right i also saw a new movie cool what did you see i watched Eric Andre's new Netflix movie, Bad Trip. I'm interested because I couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. I don't I was know like, anything about it. I just watched the trailer. I was like, wait, it took me like, and they didn't say initially it was Tiffany Haddish until at the end. But halfway through the trailer, I was like, wait a second, that, that's Tiffany Haddish, right? Dude, Tiffany Haddish, she's fucking scary in that movie. Oh my God. <laughs> like Tiffany Haddish thugged out is pretty intimidating but it's basically it's eric andre made a prank movie 
So they it's kind of like bad grandpa ish, where it's it's basically just a series of of real world pranks, but they have this very thinly veiled storyline to just thread it along into a narrative. Damn it, fucking spam callers. Um, that sounds hard. I don't know how they pulled some of this shit off. Like I know, uh, he he was on Howard recently, and he was talking about how they even filmed some scenes with with uh, Chris Rock, and they couldn't use any of the footage. They filmed for like twelve hours, and everybody just kept recognizing him, so they just like had to scrap it all. But like, you know, obviously they're they're doing the same pranks on multiple people and using the one that gets the best reaction, but. Some of the stuff they did, I mean, Eric Andre's out of his fucking mind. And I love that dude. I think his style of humor is really unique. It's batshit fucking crazy, and I love it. I think his show is awesome. Um, he's just a straight-up, really funny dude. I dig him. And this, it, like the, the narrative seemed a little forced at times and unnecessary. And, you know, not all of the pranks were on the same level. Some were clearly way better than others, but... Oh my god. I was I was alone laughing out loud and it felt really good to do that. It was like even if you think the movie is stupid, there's no way you can't laugh at the shit that he does. Like some of it is out of fucking control. Dude's got balls of steel too cuz he almost gets it's been in the headlines all over the place. Like he almost got stabbed in one yeah. of the 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 things like People get really fucking pissed off at him for the stuff he pulls. Like, he's in the South fucking with people. And yeah, I was going to ask, where is it set? Is it just the South or is it like a particular city down there? So it starts, the whole plot of the thing is Eric Andre has a crush on this girl that he went to high school with. And he sees her in public for the first time. And he's like, you know what? I always said the next time I saw her, I was going to ask her out. So it's basically just a mission of him to go out with her. And she lets him know that she's going to New York. So it's basically him road tripping with Lil Lil Rel. Is that his name? Lil Rel, yes. Is he the is he's TSA and uh get out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So it's the I two of them he's... doing pranks as they road trip from Florida to New York. And Tiffany Haddish is like pissed at them, so she's following them. It's I mean, Wait, it's, why is, I, uh, maybe I miss, she's Lil maybe Rel I in the, you. in the movie, she's Lil Rel's sister and they steal her car. Oh, okay. Okay. So she's pissed off about that. So she goes on like a manhunt to like go kill them. <laughs> All right. But I, just, I don't uh, want to spoil any of the pranks, but you'll laugh your ass off. If you like this show, like a lot of the, the bad reviews have been people be like, it's disgusting. <laughs> Why I never. And if you can handle us, you're not going to be scoffing at the disgusting shit that happens in Bad Trip. Are you are you referring to the Rotten Tomatoes score? No, I, I, haven't, I haven't looked, but I think it's doing good. There's just like, I think the New York Post was like, he is filthy and disgusting. Like certain reviewers were just talking down on it. Cause Sounds like a compliment. They go hard. It's fucking, it's nasty. They do some <laughs> fucked up stuff. Nice. Um, but if you got lowbrow humor like we do, that was that was very enjoyable. I'll, it's a solid three point seven five dicker. Okay, which is three point seven five Eric Andre dicks. That's enough to get a heart for me on Letterbox D. Three point seven five and above goes into the heart category. 
Oh, okay. All right. I was confused on what you meant. <laughs> uh, I'm never on that app, dude. I got to get back on there. I just saw one of the Puminati follow me. Yeah, I got, I got chastised yesterday by Mark for not rating movies I see very frequently. I'm a fan. He he did say he's like, did you tell Kevin what I asked you to? I go, yes, I did. And what did he say? He said that he'll try harder. Mark is. I what just don't have said. the time to type out a review for every movie I watch. You know. <laughs> he made a point to make sure I told you and wanted a report on. So I said that, and Dom goes, and he said, Mark, that your reviews belong in a publication. Oh, I'm glad Dom had my back. <laughs> All right. Well, as as you mentioned, um, I I got I also got some tips that we might have a couple VIPs today. So I do believe we've got enough time to get into some voicemails. Yay! Let's see where did we leave off? I think I think it's this one. Let's see. And it's doing that thing again. No, why? But it happens. Shitty boy. I see you got them He-Man toys. Can I play with your Mr. Mola or your Mr. Skeletor? Ooh. I'm just fucking with the shitty boy. Later, bro. <laughs> Like I said, the Puminati is shook by Shuddy Boy's Masters of the Universe obsession. Guy on a Buffalo messaged me on Discord apologizing. He's like, I don't remember. I was so drunk. I don't remember what I said in those voicemails. I know I was making fun of you for He-Man, so I apologize in case they're really bad. I think there's a couple of them. I don't know. The this way- is This is an unknown number, but... I can just Uh-oh. see that Skeletor shows up in the Google Translate. I think it was a bunch of them, a bunch of people after a happy hour one night. Uh, the happy okay. hours on Discord get kind of rowdy. Supposedly, these guys are hanging out drinking like early in the morning and until early in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, they'll carry like a happy hour on from like. Good old I, four saw, four. I saw I saw. Boognish say something that he was disappointed that it was done by midnight. Right. Yeah. They night. get after it. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> good oh, shit. nine, 10 hour drinking session. Yeah. Man. It's the power of the you Puminati. Can't like that anymore. Fuck no. Fuck no. All right. Here we go. Hi, Shuddy. This is fucking Skeletor. You keep on fucking looking for the goddamn toys. The one you really want is stuck in my fucking asshole. You want to know why I want you to have it so fucking bad? Because I have a cocaine problem. Thus, the no fucking nose, you little fucking cunt. Please buy oh. my goddamn toy. Skeletor's pissed. That's Chief Shabby Brody. Boy, this is Yikes. Also <laughs> He's boy, not... did you find a fucking toy where the dentist is pulling out my goddamn teeth? You fucking bastard. Fuck you, shitty boy. You fun-loving fruitard. I'm going to come all over you for a little beard. I'd like to see you change 
okay, Scotty, this is Skeletor again. And I'm just here to tell you that you need to buy more of my toys and buy more <laughs> cocaine. Because I love cocaine, Scotty. That was a so bunch of different Fuck people. Hyper Chris and anybody who works for a law firm. Yeah. Fuck you, six. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That was intense. That was a voicemail? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, it sounded like we are listening to some found footage. It was like 15 Skeletors. <laughs> I don't know. I knew, I, knew the, I knew the voice. I can't believe Shuddy just outed him. <laughs> oh, no. I think this is another one. It- Shuddy. They're fucking spit roasting me this week. What'd you do in the happy hour? I wasn't in the happy hour. This must be at 3 a.m. Yeah, this is happy hour gone way too far. <laughs> this is after Jeff has already been in bed for four hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that hey, was a thing. Hey, thanks. Huh? Yeah, thanks for calling. Skeletor, or whoever that was. Oh, here's another VIP. Mad Scientist Party Hour. It's Mike in Missouri. Hey, just uh, had to pause the podcast because Jeff's got me worked up. Are you, I mean, I know you're sensitive about your weight a little bit. You're talking about how you need to lose some weight. But, man, I have never heard more lame-ass excuses about why you can't get out and exercise. Holy shit, man. 65. What about getting vertigo when you do bicycle crunches? Is that lamer? Five degrees is He's about chilly. to fat shame me, huh? Let me smoke a bowl. I'm going to calm He's down. He's about to lazy shame you. Okay. Hold on. Got to rewind. 65 degrees is too chilly. But it's too, too windy to play basketball. You need the sauna to work out at the gym? Give me a break, man. Come on. Shit. Harder than the fuck up here, buddy, man. You got to get out there and just get some work done. You got to get started. So, man, I'm just, you know, you know I love you guys, but shit. Got me worked up. Later. Bye. A deep voice Mike. I don't pissed. know that we have ever angered deep voice Mike like that before. In yeah, right. He was it's... way more angry when you dipshits picked popcorn over Mm-mm. potato chips. I don't think so. Come it's on. it's I, right there with it at least. No way. Stop it. I, I he uh, got very close to calling you a pussy. Yeah, I mean, he definitely beat around that bush. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> Strong words from Deep Voice Mike. He's I mean, he does have a point. Like <laughs> I need a gym. Like come on. I've got the fucking crafty home gym here and it's working. I got yoga mat, yoga DVDs, I got an exercise bike. I got some some free weights. I got the pull up bar. I got the push up, the perfect push up things. Nice. What I'm saying is, I, th- I it's don't fair. want to. It's a it's a it's 
fair to 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 say I don't have an excuse for being fat and I have all these opportunities that I could take. All I'm doing is explaining to you, and again, it's my weird, stupid, shitty, twisted logic, personal feelings on things. I'm just out of my comfort zone. I want to get back into my comfort zone. And I mean, with like a workout stuff, when I'm out of my comfort zone with my workout stuff, I get really comfortable eating and just chilling. And again, I I, I don't know. It's not a good enough excuse, but, but fuck you. Fuck you, deep voice, Mike. How about that? <laughs> Strong rebuttal from Jeff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you want me to do? I gotta. I can't defend my my obesity anymore. He's right. I gotta get out there and run. It's getting hotter, thank God. And we could sit here and again, I, I'll I'll openly admit that this is some bitch shit. But I get cold easier. I'm telling you, it's been cold. It's you know, there's been some fucking beach breeze and it's it's too cold to run around here i'm fucking princess jeff needs 80 degrees and up if he's gonna be jogging because he can't jog in a hoodie you know how much i fucking pay to live around here i i fucking deserve it all right i fucking deserve it oh boy uh i definitely recognize this name on the caller id prepare your buttholes gentlemen this one comes from a law firm. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for this. I have your phone number on a post-it note on my computer screen, and I stare at it a lot, and I don't know why. I listened to one episode of your show, and it was so bad that I stare at this phone number and feel myself drawn into such darkness. Sometimes I feel like ridiculing you for fun, but... Today I feel more somber. I feel I feel pity. Pity's the word. What must it be like for the one of you who, who can actually form sentences and express his thoughts? What must it be like for you to sit in that steamy echo chamber of fart jokes, spending week after week listening to those two halfwits talk about comic books and anal bleaching? There have to be days where you end the podcast, go to your garage, turn on the ignition to your Kia, and you just sit in the fumes, listening to music you liked in high school, trying to find the courage to just let go. And I hope you find that courage one day. I hope you find your escape. <laughs> the other quote-unquote man there, I think about the horror of your family gatherings, the embarrassed hush that falls over every room you walk into, those awful little whispers you hear, people joking about what pronoun they should use with you now, he, she, they. Your dad's in the corner saying little but drinking a lot because he's lied to everyone, told them that you're still finishing your doctorate in economics. Your mom's upstairs sobbing because your siblings have families and mortgages while you're lighting for your farts on fire in your studio apartment. That has to break your spirits. I guess this I is me. I can't imagine the embarrassment your family feels. Your sister is way cooler. And the last one of you, yeah. whose voice sounds like the tortured moans of a dying goat. Oh, that's Jeff. You enter my yep, that's house. Jeff. And I feel fond of you, and I realized why, which is why I picked up the phone today. You remind me of my Uncle Ryan. Ryan was in his 30s but had the mental capacity of a five-year-old, and so he spent most of his life in my grandmother's basement playing video games and building forts. He was a good soul, and I loved him. And I still to this day believe that he was a good person, even though he went to prison for molesting literally every child in the neighborhood. 
He died in prison after about six months. The Aryan nation cornered him, mutilated him, and left him to bleed out on the shower floor. And you remind me of my Uncle Ryan. I feel like he's inside you. Not in a spiritual way or the way he was inside the neighbor kids, but just in a familiar way. A grown man with a child's brain trying to manage his deviant sexual cravings. I miss you, Ryan. And I hope you Ryan sounds cool. That always (laughs) eluded you. Oh my god. Wow, I don't know how he does it, but he always just dances right up to the three minute cutoff point of the voicemail limit. Guy's a pro. You know what? Yeah. He makes me he makes me feel like I need therapy, but uh game recognized game. That's a pro. Yeah, part of me feels like he has a timer that he's watching to know he doesn't go over that mark, but then the other part of me just thinks that he's such a pro he doesn't need the timer, so I don't <laughs> even know. Um for whatever reason that voicemail reminded me that last night after Korean barbecue, Cheech really wanted to watch Beavis and Butthead do America. And fuck did I God did I love that movie. I don't the know. The boys just, and I watched that relatively recently. It holds up. God. Yeah. Five dicker, right? Yeah. It's fucking hysterical. I mean, it's not uh, you know, it doesn't pass any of the litmus tests of today uh but i still enjoyed the shit out of it and i just found out that paramount plus has beavis and butthead on it i heard my they were saying my brother was saying last night that they might do i think they're doing a beavis and butthead movie on paramount plus i heard that too and if if that's the case that's enough for i'll give them six months worth of business for one beavis and butthead movie (laughs) dude when we when i first moved out here Beavis and Butthead had that one season, eight episode reboot. And fuck, was it hilarious. Oh, man, it was so good. And because Mike Judge has so many irons in the fire, he just doesn't, I don't know, I guess he doesn't have time to do Beavis and Butthead anymore. But like, yeah, it was weird how that kind of just came and went. It just was like a, a tiny little blip. Like Beavis and Butthead are back and they're gone again. Yeah. I got the impression that it was like going to be a thing. Like they were going to do multiple seasons and then it was just like a one. I would have cherished it even more. You know, I know. Uh, I wonder if Paramount like, plus has the music videos. Cause I know that was always like a big sticking point. I don't think they could put them on the DVDs. No, they, they couldn't. So they don't have the music video scenes. In all honesty, that was some of my, some of my favorite Beavis and butthead moments. Was them just trashing these weird unknown bands or even the known ones. Like them watching music videos. That was I didn't even need the plot really. Like Yeah. Just go back to the music I, that's videos. That's what I preferred, actually. Yeah. I'm with you. I preferred them just shitting on music videos. <laughs> and they could do the same with YouTube. I don't know how they would financially figure it out, but yeah, Mike Hopkins, the great Mike Hopkins, we can call him. I don't know if that, that's probably just a pseudonym. I'm assuming that's in his government name, the voicemailer. Um, I don't know when he was just talking about just like fucking losers with nothing going on in the world. I was You're like, yeah, he's a butthead. This shit is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more. Oh, oh, I know who this is. Mad scientist party out. The fuck is up? Arts. Just calling to say what up. Uh, I was listening to 
the Ellis Show Patreon, and Kevin and Tully and Jason are all sharing their stories about paintball and overshooting people and, you know, being dicks and shooting friends and stuff like that. So I thought I'd call you guys and share my terrible story that I have about airsoft. So I play not as frequently anymore. I saw all my stuff, but I used to play airsoft pretty frequently. And uh, we went to a new field, not our home field where we usually went every weekend. And we went to a new field and the refs, the refs, now the employees of the park, the refs were garbage. They were not call, They were not doing their fucking job. Airsoft's a little bit more of, uh, of a pain in the ass because there's not the paint marks and stuff like that. But the guns are more fun because they're actual one-to-one replicas of real guns. Like the rifle and pistol I use in Airsoft is the pistol that is next to my bed and the rifle that's in my closet in the safe. So that's what I like about Airsoft. But anyway, so the refs weren't doing their shit, and we were having a fucking terrible day because they were fucking playing favorites with their regulars and shit like that. It was a fucking pain in the ass. So I take it upon myself to set up at like a triple blind angle. So I'm kind of kitty corner to a, a, a window shooting through a building out the other side of a window. So there's no possible way that the angle that you could see where I'm shooting at is directly coming from my gun. It's really like, it'd be really hard to tell where my shots were coming from. And it's like Counter-Strike. Yeah, I was just good at first-person shooters. Full-autoing the ref in the back of the head. <laughs> and every time I just let a burst go... You know, you know, 15 shots through the air. Ten of them would hit him. He'd fucking duck. He'd start looking around. He couldn't tell where they were coming from. Basically, all I had to do was change the angle of my barrel, and it looked like I was shooting where I was supposed to be shooting at the enemy team. Uh, yeah, I did that a lot. He got really fucking pissed. Uh, that was the end of our day there. We didn't kick us out, but we laughed. I don't think we ever went back to that field. But we're telling uh, terrible stories like that, the paintball airsoft shit. I'm a piece of shit. Oh, well. Smoke weed. I'm out. I like that. Him lighting up the uh, the corrupt refs. I'll tell you what, though. Bitching about the officiating. <laughs> that's a that's a tightrope to walk on. I believe you would call that a bitch move, would you not, Jeff? Oh, oh, absolutely. You have to have an airtight case to bitch about the officiating and get any uh, get any support from me, you know? I mean, officiating, shitty officiating usually goes both ways and equals out in the wash. It, it, you have to point to specific reasons on how that costs you a victory. But <clears throat> lighting lighting them up is funny. That's funny. That's objectively yeah. cool. Well, here's another VIP. So apparently Google Voice thinks her name is Kirby Deer Girl. I wonder who they mean. Hey, guys, it's Kirby Deer Girl. I am calling to wish you a belated happy 500 episodes. So proud of y'all and still as amazing as when it first started. And I've loved the journey that you guys have been on. So just wanted to say, you know, thank you for all of the laughs throughout the years. It's, uh, it's been a wild ride and I'm, uh, happy to <laughs> be a member of the Puminati. Um, also had a random brain question. Um, the way I drive 
drive home on the highway, it's got a sign that says uh, speed monitored by aircraft or something like that. Um, just wondering, has anybody ever gotten a ticket from one of those things? And if so, like, how does that even hold up? Like, how is that proof? Um, I don't know. And anyway, it just sounds like a very Kevin thing to happen to. So, uh, anyway, that's it. All right. Thanks, guys, again, for all of the laughs over the years. Uh, bye. Oh, thank you, Kirby Beer Girl. We love you. OG. OG Puminati. I have not gotten a ticket from in one of those areas. However, I have gotten nabbed uh, on the Pennsylvania Turnpike here by a vehicle that they have sitting in the construction zone with a radar and then a camera on it. So if you're speeding through the construction zone it clocks you and then takes a picture of your license plate when you drive by oh and that's i have bullshit. gotten uh a couple of warnings and uh, a speeding ticket in that situation from robots that's bullshit yeah which is basically the same thing i think the helicopter clocks you and then snags a picture of your license plate that's fucking bullshit yeah you, you know what you gotta a human needs to actually hand me the ticket or else it's bullshit. Red light cameras are yeah, bullshit. Get it in the mail. Fucking robot tickets are bullshit. Fuck that. I thought that was illegal, too. I don't know, maybe it's one of those state-by-state no, state things. No, just in but... L.A. Just in L.A. County. Because I got one, a robot ticket or like a camera ticket in San Diego. And I think they still allow them down there. And I came up here with me. Well, obviously. So I had to like, I had to like pay for it. But yeah, like no, you can't get any like traffic light tickets anymore here in LA. But that is some epic bitch shit. So it wasn't. A, I mean, it wasn't a vehicle. Like, Why'd you get so couldn't... quiet? Me? Were you fucking with the cable again? No. Yeah, I heard some crackling. I wasn't, Kevin. Jeff, don't talk to him like that. <laughs> oh shit! Great. I've I've never gotten one of those like unmanned tickets. I've never got a traffic light camera ticket. Um and I've seen those I saw them more on the East Coast. I saw those a lot in Jersey where it was like speed monitored by aircraft. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. What? Like some jet is gonna land and, and block me in the middle of the, the, the highway and give me a fucking ticket. But I did hear somebody like when I was bitching about that once, I'm like, What is this shit? Get out of here. They're just that's just scare tactics. Somebody said that there was like a drone or something that would nab you and send you a ticket. I don't know anybody that's ever gotten one. I've never gotten one. But helicopter that seems like a fucking waste of money. Like Yeah. Really? All all to just give somebody a speeding ticket? Why don't you just plop somebody in a car with a radar gun? Yeah, it does. It seems like and I think it a lot of it is kind of uh for f- the fear of possibly yeah. getting a ticket than the actual amount of times that there is an aircraft in the sky. Uh, because what do you, I mean, how, I guess they'll make a decent amount of money, but it costs, uh, you know, fuel for those things is not cheap. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a very foolish way to, and you have to go through people. of filing a flight plan and getting all kinds of, it just seems it, like an awful amount of lot of work and cost for very little return. 
So the government's just trying to scare us into driving uh, yeah. slower? Is that, that's the, that's, that's I'm the not, you know, you know, there, there's some evidence that might suggest that I'm not suggesting that, but it, it's possible. In Biden's America. <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe that. Uh, okay. One more voicemail. And this is the one that I got tipped off on from arts. Mad scientist party hour. Just calling back to say, uh, you know, what up? Well, not really. I have a review because <laughs> I was watching uh, Net, not Netflix, Amazon Prime. It is a new Amazon Prime exclusive. It is a adult cartoon called Invincible. It's fucking dope. It's dope. It's like a... I don't know, like, a, it's like a pro, like, they, there's clearly a proxy that they were working towards. It's like, it, uh, the darkest Justice League you've ever seen. Now, I watched fucking, I don't know, every single R-rated animated DC movie on HBO fucking, uh, Max after you had Seek and Alex on the show. I just went fucking buck wild on DC, uh, animated shit. And there's some gangster-ass stuff in here, there. The Deathstroke fucking movie. And uh, some of the Batmans are actually way darker than I would have thought. Uh, anyways, so Invincible is fucking dope. I'm, they've only released three episodes so far. I've watched all three episodes. I'm fucking in. It's so far, I mean, like, I don't want to rate it because we're only three episodes in. But at the end of episode one, uh, it's... You're like, all right, fuck yeah, I'm in, I'm in, fuck yeah, let's ride. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm definitely, it's, it's got a strong score coming for sure. All, I mean, the first three episodes were fucking super solid. Super fucking solid. Like, I don't even know. Like, Five Dicks seems extreme because we just started watching them. Oh, damn. They're fuck, it's, it's dope. You guys are really going to like it. I, I'm not talking to you, Jeff. But you, everybody else, you're really gonna fucking like it. All right, smoke weed. I'm out. So yeah, I'm I've, looking this up right now. Invincible. With yeah, Steven, Steven Yoon. Yeah, uh, just kidding. Simmons, Sandra O. Oh, uh, tons and tons of people. Like Seth Rogen's a voice in it. Um, Gillian Jacobs from Community. There's a there's a lot of. Pretty much any speaking role is voiced by somebody who is is known. Jason Manzukis, uh, Walton Goggins, the yeah, homie. Yep, Walton Goggins is in it. Can it's, we it can kick, we effort to get him on the podcast? I love Walton Goggins. Yeah, he might be a tough pull, but we can try. Walton I, Goggins uh, is a great, great. Uh, he's great in everything. Yeah, he's a G. I. The best character I've ever seen him do is a transsexual hooker on Sons of Anarchy. Wow. All right. I can imagine he would kill it. <laughs> Kevin, ask him. I Tell him I asked him pretty please if you can get through to him. I will. Yeah, I'm looking at this cast right now. The vo- I mean, it's all obviously all, it's all voices, but these are cool people. Yeah. And, and Invincible, that was a comic I started reading before I moved to L.A., uh, it's an ongoing. Well, it's, it, it ended a couple of years ago, but Robert Kirkman wrote every issue of it. He's the guy that created and wrote every issue of Walking Dead, and I wasn't particularly stoked with the way that 
Walking Dead went from the comic to the TV show because the TV show is is very it's just like a hot topic soap opera. It's just like very melodramatic and kind of lost what made the comic so awesome. Like even Jeff has read some of the Walking Dead, and you had good things to say about it. But they nailed turning the Invincible comic into an animated series on Prime. It's it's awesome. Uh, It's it starts out like the first because. There's big twists in it. It's very big on the twists. It's incredibly violent, brutally violent. And it's not your typical superhero story. So I was watching it knowing what some of the big things were going to be and just thinking about the people watching it that have no idea about the comic, thinking they're being lulled into some just like cookie-cutter standard superhero book and then just their minds being blown. Uh, And it seems like that's what happened with arts. And it's fucking awesome. It's great. It's really well done. The animation style matches the way it looks in the comic. Uh, it it definitely matches the gore and fucked upness. Um, and there's tons and tons of characters. They're always cycling in new characters, new villains. They're all really cool and interesting. It's solid. I watched the first three episodes, and yeah, I'm I'm like arts. It it kicks ass. Definitely I'll have to check, check out. it out for sure. Yeah, and comic book. Also stellar. So if you if you're not one of those people that has a weird hang up about comics, I would strongly suggest reading that as well. Uh, it's well. it's got a nine. This is one of the higher IMDb scores I've seen in a while. But Invincible's got a nine out of ten on IMDb. No oh, shit. Out of two thousand seven hundred reviews. So yeah, nice. I've been seeing people online are pumped about it. Yeah, if you're if yeah, you're if you're somebody like me who who read the whole comic series and loved it, it it do, it does it justice. And if you're completely unfamiliar with it, you're gonna fucking love it. It's awesome. Uh, I hate this to do of... this, but my bladder is about to burst. So is mine. Yeah, I was trying to wrap it up. Okay. I was I was about to ask: Does Steven Yoon have a young Yoon? Is he having a moment? I feel like. He's about to be nominated for an Oscar, right? He's He was. He was he was officially nominated? I think so. Okay. He's he's in this uh All right, so thanks for show. listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Uh, no, I'm not done talking. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not done. Tell your friends, spread the word. <laughs> um if you need more MSPH in your life, there is endless content on our Patreon, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. I advise you to check it out. I don't think you will be disappointed. No, and, and we'll take another dive this week into the toys because all the packages have been delivered since we've re- started recording. Yeah, you can witness Shuddy Boy's crippling He-Man addiction in real time. Uh, <laughs> and um, we're, we're also got our full video episodes up on YouTube, youtube.com slash hour. if you'd like to subscribe and watch us instead of just listen. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139. And you can always shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Uh, and I think that's about it, friends. But until next time, ooh, something. Hey, 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 hey.
Uh-oh. Am I hearing some background ding la ding 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 ding? Oh, poop. Ah. Ah. How about now? Still hearing it. Whatever. Probably my weird ears. If you, Kevin. Oh, yeah, you're. Damn, both of you nincompoops are here on time. Look at that. I'm not, I, now, I'm not, wasn't expecting both of you to be here on time. Let me go grab a water. I'll be right back. Oh, how embarrassing. You caught me playing with my toys. <laughs> Look at this not motherfucker. Pl- not playing. I was just taking him out of the card while I waited. <laughs> yes. It's dragster. Uh, I was not playing with him. I was positioning him. <laughs> yes. Who is dragster fighting is what I wonder. I have no idea, but man, it pays to be on time, huh, Jeff? This is some shit we would not have caught. (laughs) I'm going to show up on time for every other podcast moving forward. Oh, you caught me with my pants down. Listen, they're requesting an unboxing of all the mail I have coming in today. Well, shit, do it up. Uh, It's not here yet, so. Uh. um, How do you not have them all yet? What? How do you not have them all? This is incredible. That's what Sharon says. Oh, she's, she's like pissed. I. She's no, she's not pissed, but she's like I had no idea when this started that there was so much fucking Masters of the Universe stuff that you could get your hands on. Yeah, she probably was just like, oh yeah, there's like what He Man, Skeletor. All right, two toys. That's chill. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now she's uh, like, wait a second, there's fucking Dragstar. Who's this asshole? I came home with two dragsters yesterday. One in the classics line that I was just opening. And then a vintage one that's in the cabinet. I came. <laughs> oh my god! Well, at least she learned an important lesson not to give not you to spoil book. anything. But I came home with seven new figures yesterday. Oh! On a shop on when we went toy hump hunting with Dom. God damn, Shuddy boy! Woo! You're an animal. To the tune of oh, about you're gonna have those figurines. Two hundred and seventy dollars. Oh, oh, Shuddy boy. <laughs> We're going to have to start a fucking GoFundMe for your ass. Like, save Shuddy no, no. Boy from his crippling addiction. I mean, the if if you guys are down with doing the unboxing during Patreon, it'll probably take the whole episode plus some. Jesus That's Christ. how much is arriving today. Why don't you just make it its, its own separate Patreon post? That's, that's the cool <laughs> thing of having our own network. We can put whatever we want up there. I I put pictures of it as I unbox it in the it's more I don't like I'm not very good with the video thing yet especially doing it on my own. Uh maybe try doing it sober. Cuz I found when I did, when I used to do like stuff like that um being stoned kind of put me in my own head and I I overthought things and got like all weird and awkward. I have uh and shit I shouldn't say in the Easter egg, I have an off-air story uh, because everyone's going to want to hear it. So I don't have an off-air story. Never mind. Cool. <laughs> Jeff, can you talk again? Your voice was sounding a little underwatery. 
be sure to not remember to ask you about your off-air story. All right. Sounds good when you're not moving the mic. That's progress. I know. Don't touch it. I thought we've been over this like 83 fucking times. Oh. There it goes. Now it's popping. You have a very bitchy mic. I like that at... Position it in a way where I don't touch it anymore. You need to. That's what I'm trying to fucking do. Hold on. Let me fix my ever-present problem and tweak the the, the blinds here. Your your balloonness, you blowing you blowing people. I blew myself. Uh, okay. People are very very concerned about the the lighting on my camera feed and want to make the uh, the experience as pleasant for the Puminati as possible. Yeah. They're concerned about you looking jaundicey. I know. I think what's so concerning is the fact that you've been working on it and trying to address it for a while now, and you still haven't been able to. At least not adequately enough, apparently. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's um, It's almost like the audio settings on the fairly new pre-sonus you know i don't i don't touch them i don't tweak them and then the uh when i go back and listen to the audio sometimes i'm too loud sometimes i'm too quiet sometimes i'm clipping and it's like motherfuck i didn't even didn't even adjust anything how did he get liquid death did you mail him out some liquid death no no i purchased it it on my own Hmm. at whole foods no That's the only place they have it, right? I feel like I've seen that Whole Foods. Well, the new copy we've been reading for the Ellis Show says it's available in 7-Elevens. Okay. That might be a new thing. I hey, thought I read somewhere that a thousand some odd 7-Elevens in California are carrying it. Well, yeah, that's what he just said. Uh, oh. their, their ad read, the Ellis ad read of Liquid Death consists of or says that yeah, it's They're got us promoting Seven Eleven now. Yeah, it's got us promoting Seven Elevens, telling people to pick it up there. Oh, Shuddy boy, can you give me record permission? I can give you record permission. Hey, thanks, friend. I'm dragging ass today. Yeah. Ginger just said I should add you guys to my shit list. Why? Because I said it's time to go recording, go record, and I need to stop talking to you guys about toys so they don't get annoyed at me. And Ginger's response was, add them to the list. Oh, I don't mind if you have a conversation on Discord while we're recording. Maybe I'll join in. It'd probably be more (laughs) interesting than anything Kevin's dumbass is saying. Yeah, I'll just sit here and pick my ass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we'll we'll tell you what we're talking about on discord that'll be the podcast today son of a bitch somebody i think it was pudini asked me he was like hey what's the deal with kevin in discord i've sent him some private some messages and he hasn't responded and then i said i don't think it's anything personal i think he doesn't know how to check them and then i text Do kevin I a little bit. Fuck. <sighs> I would have said I would have had the opposite uh, reply. 
Like, I don't, I think he knows how to use Discord. I think it's very personal. Great Houdini. Um, no. And then I texted Wait, Kevin. I'm like, hey, I was like, hey, Houdini sent you some messages on Discord. And Kevin's response was essentially, I don't know how to check my messages on Discord. Yeah, I don't. I've, <laughs> I've tried before, and I don't remember if this is Slack or Discord, but like sometimes when I fumfer around in those like alternate things, I get lost and I can't get back to the main discussion. I'm like trapped in some weird netherworld. I'm so stupid and old. I think statements like that should just disqualify you from any intelligence conversations or competitions in this podcast. Oh, whatever, you fucking fart accordion. You're stupid with stuff, too. We, have, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, right? God. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Ah! I don't have any weaknesses. I don't know what to do. Yeah, except he I would say your attention span's pretty, pretty poor, usually. <laughs> all right, that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. For running a marathon, I think I could stay focused longer. <laughs> you, mean, you mean like last week when Kevin says, don't you have something you wanted to talk about? And I said, I thought that was for the main episode. But yeah, I guess we can do it here in the Patreon. And Kevin said, this is still the main episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you get lost in the sauce sometimes. And that's where <laughs> I feel like I can win. <laughs> Wait a Whereas- second. Which, which podcast am I on again? Just come down. fucking fucking come town i don't even know what come town is me neither i just know that they make a lot of money on patreon those sons of bitches so i was getting my haircut this weekend uh from the homie and it came out pretty shitty i'm gonna go back there uh i think because i have too much on top i like i look it looks alt right in my opinion like i look like richard spencer Dude, no, I I think if you combed it properly, it would look fine. Yeah, I have to trying I have to, to use hat head to be like my hair doesn't look right is not accurate. I mean, if I take my hat off, I look fucking ridiculous. But I know I have a good haircut. <laughs> like this no. kind of haircut doesn't really sit right without product in it, like Kevin's. Yeah, you got better hair. That's a good point. You got better hair than me and Jeff Shuddy. Well, I know that. I'm ju- I'm just saying Look that this is not like I wouldn't leave the house looking like this and think my hair looks good. I feel like you have an was... aggressive hairline. Yeah, I feel like your hairline protruding. actually goes down lower, and you've shaved it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he does shave this though, so that way it's more angular. I feel gotcha. like your your um your hairline is asking me if I want to go outside. <laughs> you oh, stepping, yeah, bro? You stepping? Yeah, it's uh, my your hairline is definitely sizing us up. <laughs> uh, but, can you guys? While I was getting this. my haircut, oh, shipping notification: Go. another figure is on its way. Nice. My goodness. My bar, my barber brought up that he's been listening to podcasts recently, and he was asking me if I'm still doing my podcast. I was like, absolutely. I would appreciate it if you listen. Yeah, to we're kind well. of a, a big deal now, buddy. And he was like, well, the only podcast I listen to, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's fucking hilarious is come town. It's like, what? <laughs> you fucking listen to that. And like, I got mad because of which, because he wasn't listening to my podcast. He was listening to come town. He was at one point just like yelling slash laughing at just how awesome 
come down was. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And we went back and forth on this. Not like I'm pushing back. I mean, maybe their podcast is phenomenal. I just don't get how it's had the success that it has. And like even on Wikipedia, it's I think it's the sixth most popular Patreon account, like on the whole fucking website. And it just kind of blows my mind. And I blame Cometown and that conversation on my haircut. Cause had I not gotten lost in that conversation, I would have tell I would have told him to take more off the top. You would have been paying more attention if he didn't have you so enraged. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's weird because they do numbers. They're pay- at least on Patreon that like just dwarf most other most other uh, producers, and well, it's let's not see like, what they're doing on Patreon. Well, like, when you guys s- want to do our show, yeah, let's For just. Sure. I guess if you're done with the Easter egg, it is. It is starting to drag. If we're done with promoting Cometown on our Easter egg, yeah, yes. Those tiny dicks. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Random.